So we're, we're back with another exciting episode of Funny Book Forensics, where we dissect comics that we love. Yeah! That we love. Well, sometimes. Well, we love this comic, right? Like, it's the best. Well, I mean, like, aspects of it, yes. Portions of it, possibly. The whole entire series, mm, questionable. What aspects are you referring to? Are you referring to the, uh, you know, I guess every gay man in leather wants to get tied up. I, I mean, like, title character cool cool as hell and, and 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 where in the in in the series that this is derived from is is cool i'm i'm already under the cover of issue six here yeah yeah oh, I mean, you're already you're already looking at it he's tied up yeah he's tied up like, yeah he's 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 it it's it's um it's uh strangle things He's in the upside down. It's strangle, it's strangle things. things, huh? Strangle <laughs> things. Is that what you call it? I, I, well, he's in the upside down and it's strangle things. I think he would enjoy going to Mr. S leather in San Francisco. There you go. Don't go to Mr. S leather with your children. Don't. It's not, it's not a family thing. It's well, I mean, I guess it could be a family thing. Uh, you know, adult I, I children. Man. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, well, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. That was a great way to start. Best yeah. start to a podcast ever. Yeah. It, it, it was a very upside downy type of thing. Topsy turvy. Kind of. It, it had you all you tied want. up all in knots. Tied up in knots, tongue twisted. And it was and, great. It, yeah. it was great. This this is great. You know, I, I just I, I just like to point out yeah. that that John at the mothership yeah. had the opportunity to join us for this issue and oh, declined he today. He did. And I, he just doesn't know what he's missing. He doesn't know what he's missing. He's missing something fantastic that he is just not going to be part of right now. He'll come back. He said, maybe at another time, a later date when it fits into his schedule, whenever that may be. Our recording time is a difficult, difficult time. It fits between the end of his day working and folding laundry. So I guess this is where we fit. Do you remember when you you may not have? I, I think your other co-host, Travis, remember this. When WWF slash E tried to introduce Johnny Curtis for months. And then all of a sudden. Johnny Curtis just never came like it just he they promised him forever and and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever yeah and then no Johnny Curtis and then all of a sudden he was Fandango the the place where you get movie tickets to go yes and then they movie fired tickets? him and I may have brought this up on the podcast before but I feel like you know we're just going to keep advertising John over and over and over again and then he's never going to come to the podcast and then he's going to fire us I mean, we don't get paid, so. Oh man, that'd be terrible. We got it, fired from a gig. We get we fired get from a job for. we don't even get paid for. <laughs> I mean, that'd it wouldn't be, be my so, first time. I know, right? Same here. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Dan. We, you know, we like the work you do, but we just don't really like you. So we need you to go. We just, we, yeah. Um, thanks a lot for showing up all the time, Greg, and uh, doing whatever it is you do, but. Uh, you're going to have to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's what happens in the world. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to decide if you can hear my dryer in the background or not. Is that what that is? Can you hear it? I heard something. I didn't know what it was. Okay. I well, thought you were just, I thought you were emulating the midnighter. Uh, no, no. Uh, talk, talk, talk amongst yourself for a minute here. Enter- right, entertain right, the audience. Amongst- yeah, Enter- I will talk entertain amongst the myself and entertain, entertain the, the audience, audience for one minute. Go. I will tell them that I I do believe what you're saying to be true. I do believe what Dan is saying to be true. That we are gonna we're gonna sell you on John from the mothership to come to the show. John is gonna come and hang out with Dan and myself here at Funny Book Forensics, and it will probably happen possibly happen may happen 
but not anytime soon. So I but, told but you to actually, entertain the audience for one minute, and yes. you talked about John for no, no, 45 I was, straight I, seconds. I was getting to a point, and then you came back. The point being that we this is this is entertaining banter. We would have them being on the hook for John, John not showing up, and you know who would come in his place. Um, Kenrick Kalu himself. Oh, okay. Well. In fact, John is messaging us right now. Is he really? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you he feel said, us. I want to come on. I promise. Oh, geez. He says he promises. Uh, well, a day late and a dollar short, buddy. Yeah. Well, I'm also <laughs> reading other posts from him where he says, I will make it work soon. I promise. And I said, said every divorcing couple to their kids in an 80s sitcom. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well. Good news. Um, John is missing a, a very important uh, comic by Orlando ACO and Fajardo Jr. We do have the creative team back. And hey, let's give this one a shot because okay. this time we've got the creative team. We don't have any guest stars. Um, the story should theoretically be back where it was, right? It should be back on track, right? It, it, we're yeah. on track. We're ready. Yeah. Yeah. We're on track. Yeah, as we're, long we're on track as long as Skype for Business Windows doesn't keep just popping up on my screen. Oh, you too, huh? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, um, it's trying to it's, tell me that uh, that I need to get um, Teams. <laughs> it, it's telling me I need to get a Windows like like a Microsoft Office 360 subscription to use Skype for Business, and I already have a Microsoft 360 Same subscription. Same here. So we should be, we should be getting paid by Microsoft for this this nice for commercial, this, this fine this, advertising, this fine advertising. Like, yeah, let, you know what? Let's take a quick commercial break. Here at Microsoft, our CEO used to sexually harass women, and now he gives millions away to poor people. Microsoft. Harass and then be poor. What do you think? I mean, will they sponsor us now? I don't think so. But what's really weird is the Midnighter issue had the Midnighter cover, and then you change, you flip the page, and it had an ad, and then it went into the book. But now it has no ad when I change the page. I see. So you have the raw ad for Robin War. Yeah. And the important thing is the cover is very much like Microsoft. It's like some technology that has you tied up in knots that never works effectively and maybe exactly. crashes in the middle of the end of your workday when you're designing a pivot table and then all of your data is lost and you have to go reconstruct the entire data model in the last hour of your day. Oh, man, that's a bummer. Or you could just beat up all of the bad guys with a meat tenderizer. Right, and keep talking about the data model it feeds into your head. What if he has to reset? Oh, man, that would be terrible. That would be a problem. Well, let's yeah. find out. Let's find out what happens oh, to Midnighter. No. We're on page one. Issue six. Oakland now. And spiral in the background again. Seriously, we have more circles. I thought we were done with the circles. Oh, man. Okay, well, we're anyway, done. we're not Midnighter's done. diving. He's knocking Matt, Platinum Push. Matt. Platinum Matt. We're going to call Plat him Matt. Platinum Matt. Yeah, Plat Matt uh, out of the way. Uh, or he's one of those folks that just decided to dye their hair gray. You know, I just never got that phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, it kind of looks cool. But then again, like, you know, you could also just go gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, he said he has a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving tradition. It looks like we're starting with the fight. We're right back into the action with Matt and Matt and Knight. Matt Knight. What if he was called Matt Knight? Oh, we, what? Uh, oh, wait, wait. No, no, we can't do that. Can't do that. Disney. No, no. I did not say that. Yeah, I usually get on me for saying that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, we flip the page and there's fighting going on. Dude, that guy gets totally forked. We have some more dead multiplexes. Yeah. yeah. Like, multiplex has stepped it up here. Multiplex now has a helicopter and like a, a uh, giant gun. Yeah. It's like a rail gun that he's 
<laughs> just like using one of the multiplexes ass is hanging right right in the middle of the page right toward you Boom. sorry right yeah, there right there one of them gets shot through the head oh no he gets forked in the head uh, it's a fork projectile oh that's right it that's, is a fork yes. wow that's that's what you were saying he got yeah. forked i see that forked. i see that now yeah that's that's great and now it is what does he have a meat tenderizer yep okay He's so tenderize some meat i see hmm? some multiplex meat yes <laughs> the easiest meat to beat i don't know i mean wow he does. He he's already beat it before, so and beat it again. <laughs> and see where this goes. I mean, like, I'm just going yeah. back a few issues. I'm going back a few issues in the subway. That's all. Well, you know, um, you think this is a wind midnighter. You didn't kill us over the Roma reactor. You won't now. Let me read this with all the enthusiasm I have for the dialogue in this book. There's always more multiplex, and we all hate you. You'll never kill us all. And Midnighter says, I know. That's why you're my favorite. You know. (laughs) Okay. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing like a good vendetta. It's good. Okay, so we're moving on. Okay, so Multiplex uh, gets uh, beat up and they kill a helicopter and he goes to hang out with Matt. Of course, he's all bloody and Matt's all excited about him being all bloody again. Yeah. And uh, then we go to the post-apartment attack. I don't know his apartment was under attack. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So remodeling tour, so... Uh, Midnighter fights some guys and then they go out to eat with some other guys in Boston, I presume, right? That's Boston, right? Um, yeah, it's Tony. I think so. Is that Tony? Yeah. 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 It's Tony and, and, yeah, and like all the other guys. Then they fight some red ninjas. Mm hmm. Okay. And then, and then they, they go, go to a hyperbolic a, chamber. Yeah. You know, it's like a, it looks kind of like a hobbit home that's just not the underwear i imagined midnighter wearing you don't see him in a pair of boxer briefs Nah, not really no what do you see him in <laughs> nah probably like probably a leather jock strap but boxer briefs are comfortable that is true they, i wonder how those fit under his uniform they they help him with and if they're made with the right material they help with all his fighting Boxer briefs can be comfortable, but when your thighs get to that size, boxer briefs become awkward because you might as well just wear briefs because the boxer briefs, like you either have to get the really long ones. I, uh-huh. I may know this from experience. Uh, they go to like down to your knees or you have to get the ones that are like, like, yeah, the, the ones he has, I guess maybe they're long enough, but if you get the ones that are slightly too short, then you might as well wear briefs because they're just going to roll up your leg. Gotcha. So you, you build your leg muscles that big. Yeah, it's just not super comfortable. It's also just not that flattering for him, right? Like, what's he trying to show off? He's clearly posing for a reason. Um, when bodybuilders do that pose, um, they're not showing <laughs> off to boxer briefs. Gotcha. He's showing off his back muscles. To Matt. Yeah. To Matt. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, and then he beats up to monkeys that yeah. are playing poker. Like like you do. Okay. And we have no idea what's happening. We just see him fighting, 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 fighting. This must be a callback to other comics that we didn't read, so we don't know anything. Yep. Now he's okay. like, they're on some like really nice... Uh, cabin on the lake you know maybe i'll cut in some montage music for that section that page yeah it's got some nice good feel to it gonna need a montage yeah montage yeah give it to him so we're on day five you know we're at a cabin at the lake and we're shutting down uh the operating system and he's just talking to matt some more it's a lot of matt here a lot of matt time I love Matt time in these comics. Midnighter and Matt. 
Okay, Oakland post-apocalyptic apartment attack and remodeling tour is complete. Oh, he can't look. He's so excited. Oh, my. Oh, who is that? Ty, whatever. Oh, from the the oh, the the big reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, that's where we're at, right? Yeah, it's the makeover. Yeah, yeah extreme home makeover. Yeah, yes. we just fixed your house. Uh, what you don't know is we went and bought five billion dollars worth of appliances, and we restructured your house. Are drive you ready? Let's RV drive away. the truck out of the way. No, oh okay. my god. What did you do? My portals. I can't believe it. It's so amazing. I'm not going to lie. I've sat there and cried during those shows, so I probably shouldn't make it too fun of it. Yeah, some of them are really fantastic. Some of them, some of them, though, some of them, I don't know how much they really do. I would just like to point on a side note, if you read through this page, you'll realize how right I was in our discussion yesterday about things that are happening in this comic very soon. Oh, yeah. So something's wrong with Matt's dad, he says to M, because, you know, we've got Matt and Midnight. Yeah, Matt Knight. Matt Knight. <laughs> Matinee. Not a matinee. I think we have a Matt Knight. What if we did have a Matt Knight show up? Now, what would happen there? What if we had a crossover? That would be weird. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, how do you compare, like, I don't know. What if he had Matt Knight's costume? Mm. What if? What if? I don't know. I don't know, Dan. I guess the 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 listeners will have to chime in what they think. Because hmm. Hmm. I hmm. mean, it seems like we're getting a lot. There's a lot of people who are wrapped up in our discussion about this, just like the cover. I don't know why. <laughs> It's an interesting, I mean, it's a, it is a good, it, it, it is, there's a lot of discussion. There's a lot of good discussion that can come about this book series. Okay, well, let's, let's move it right along. Yeah. So we, uh, something's happened to Matt's dad. Um, it was us, him, whoever it was, they say you and me, you on the news. They took it on him. They took it out on him. Sorry. Uh-oh. Matt looks terrified and they go to connecticut now yeah what they're they're just all around all around the country everywhere yeah okay Uh, matt's got these like like sugar ray yeah the (laughs) all around the world well no no i was gonna say like uh uh, midnighter's got those i just want to fly Big sunglasses, and he's put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around me, baby. What? Oh yeah, (laughs) that bottom panel. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Uh, Well, and apparently, like Matt's dad got got worked over. Yeah, he just got like it's like he got beat up, and then he went to the doctor, and the doctor just put a whole bunch of band aids on his face. Yeah, and his hands. Like what? What did he fight? Like a cheese grater? He did. And apparently he lost. He did. What do... if the cheese grater was wearing Moon Knight's costume? Whoa. That'd be that. What if it was a multiplexity of cheese graters? That would be great. It would what be. What if. What if huh? this comic was written by someone else? Who knows what kind of stories would be told? Or what okay, while well, we're here, hold. we're meeting Dad. This is yeah, fun. They're having a discussion. His name is Grant. Yeah. Okay, that's what you need to know here. That's what you he, need to he know. He got beat up, and his name is Grant. And then uh, Midnighter goes through the whole town trying to beat up people to find it. Because, you know, being a detective is 
why why be a detective when you can just beat everyone up? Yeah, I mean, if you beat people up and you get answers, that's sometimes better than I guess. Yeah, he did I mean, get stabbed through the hand here on one of these pages. That's interesting. Well, I mean, you get stabbed through the hand, but you continue to beat people up with like the the rest of. And he's intimidating some guy who says, like, I don't know what happened to the old man. You can pull my whole face off and I still won't know. Okay, that's exciting. So it's it's working pretty well. Midnighter is making friends yet again. Yeah. And now we get a softer, gentler Midnighter in uh, Adidas pants and a tank top. Talking to Grant. Yeah. It's like, it's not going well. Oh, wait, he's not Midnighter right now. It's not going well, Grant. I can put the fear of me in these people. That's awkward. Yeah. Uh, but I can also read micro expressions and they are not lying. Like, does he have more powers than the Martian Manhunter? I don't know. But it doesn't seem like anyone knows what's going on in this town. <laughs> it sure doesn't. Well, you know, uh, Grant is scared and stuff and he cares about his son and he asks Midnighter to keep him safe. And okay, we're moving on. And so now we go to the park. And Midnighter's back in his glasses. Yeah. Is he doing a tarot card reading at the bottom of the page? What's I, it, going on there? It's something like, I mean, he also doesn't know what's going on in this town because everything's so clean and he can't understand things. Yeah. He's in Porter, Connecticut. I wonder how close Porter, Connecticut is to Stamford, Connecticut. I don't know. I don't even is Porter, Connecticut a real place. Is this his audition for the World Wrestling Federation? <laughs> we could find out. Is Grant really Vince McMahon in disguise? Pow. Can you can you do Vince McMahon? I can't really do I Vince cannot. McMahon. How's it going, pal? There we go. I don't think Porter Connecticut is a real place. Um okay, and there's a bus. And uh he this is fascinating like what is happening I, all sorts of crazy stuff but his computer is not working and his then a bus comes to hit them yeah um and he tells matt to go home yeah and then uh he changes really quick yeah into his he, midnighter gear <laughs> wow yeah that's pretty he's he's good yeah. how carries wait. it with him he got into the Midnighter gear in time to jump on top of a bus that was flying by. Yeah. Well, he had it in his bag, man. He carries just, the bag or he just carries it with him. I do that yeah. when I go to the gym. Sometimes I carry all this gear in a bag with me and it annoys people. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now we're fighting on a bus. Okay. Wheels on the bus go around and, and he's like, you fooled my fight computer. It seems like he's a little bit over reliant on technology. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. You know, if he was trying out for the Legion of Superheroes, he would be ineligible because he relies on technology for his powers. Too much? Oh, that's too bad. No, not not too much. Like you, you just all together in the Silver Age Legion of Superheroes. I might add, it's unfortunate, uh, which we'll be talking about soon. Uh, no. You could not get into the Legion if you had, you know, other means to get your powers other mm. than yourself. Well, I guess we'll find out more when we talk about that. But well, right now, we're talking about Midnighter getting tricked and fooled. By I just these think it's folks. important that Midnighters couldn't qualify for the Legion of well, superheroes. I it's true. He could. That's important. He couldn't. Uh, He's his own superhero. He's his well, own. The Legion. bus crashes into a meat market. Oh man. I hate meat that for a week. Only $20. Uh, only $20. What a bargain. What a bargain. Chicken thighs, 75 cents. Wait, what century is this? I don't know, man. That well, guy's face is just destroyed. Well, there we go. Okay. We're our we're 
back home. Matt, step away from your father, he says. Wait, wait, wait. And uh, calm down. And then he hits Matt's father in the face. And the Emerald Eye of Ekron appears. Whoa. Where, where's the Emerald Empress? Like, what's ha- Oh, oh, no. That's wait, just a- he punched Matt's dad. What for? He punched Matt's dad. Because uh, he's broke like his one of head those. Open. He's one of those. What were those aliens? Um, oh my gosh, he totally killed his dad. What were those aliens in Wildcats called? Oh, That's what it looks like. He probably was one of those aliens in Wildcats. Yeah. All what what was that? What was that? Know. What were they called? I can't remember. Well, I, why can't I'd have you to remember? Get my Wildcats cards out. Yeah, I do have the um, trading cards somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure you do. I do. Um, I'm not joking. I have like just stacks of them. Yeah. Not do you ever think we point, might be it's hoarders? Just reality. Huh? What? Do you, do you ever think we might be hoard, hoarders? Uh, no. Don't say that word. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Oh, don't use well, that when word I look sense. it up, all I get is wildcats versus aliens, which is not what I wanted. Okay. Um. Mm. The xenomorph. Okay, yeah, that, that's just a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down. Okay, Uh-oh. while he punches his the dogs are barking. Yep. Hey, dogs. Uh, no, says Matt. What am I seeing? What did you do, my dad? Can we turn him into like? Can we turn Matt into like Anakin? Uh, no, maybe. What am I? What am I seeing? What did you do? My dad, that's that's not my dad. What's what's going on, M? What is this? He's not made of that. He's just not. He's. Yeah, <sighs> this storyline. It's uh, it, it's it, yeah. OK, it's while Midnight Midnighter hugs Matt. And then, you know, he tries to console him that his dad is not his dad. And he's been blind because he's been tricked. He's just a normal person. Yeah. Wearing ca- wearing combat boots and a big leather duster. Yeah. And then Matt stabs him. Oh, dude. Why? Why? I told Matt? you it was this soon in the story yesterday. And you did not believe me. You thought this was in like issue 11 or 12. No, as no, did I. Thought, I no, no, no. Before I, thought I reread was, I thought this. it was the other, the, the other thing you were talking about the other oh, day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, here this, we are. The, yes. Here we are with this. Yes. And Matt stabs Midnighter. Stab. What am I? What am I seeing? What did you do? You mean, what did I do? Midnighter, you almost had it. Just a second. (laughs) Too slow, like I knew you would be. This is my nest. I walked you into it. You couldn't see me. You want to protect people. Be the sword for the unheard. So self-important. So confident. Look at you now. Wasn't that a great monologue? It was a great monologue. That Matt just gave us. Like, it's so compelling. His acting is so compelling. I was convinced the whole time. It was. Yes. And now he's Prometheus. All right. Yay. Yes. And it says next, Prometheus. In classic 1970s Marvel form, we have the villain standing over the fallen hero. And it says next, Prometheus. That is classic 70s Marvel right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, what the hell is happening in this comic book? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't know at all. It's it's crazy. And then we get an ad for a really terrible comic series by Max Landis called Superman American Alien. What? Never read it. I did. I I, I honestly can say I never read it. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. Um, and then it happened. Then I read it. And then you're like, oh. Just leave Superman alone. I'll tell you something, Dan. They're never going to leave him alone. 
that property is a hot one and they're going to keep using it over and over and over and over Oh and yeah, over like again. I'm I'm okay with you using it over and over again just oh. like no, they're you just know gonna, they're just just, gonna... it's Superman. Like people buy Superman comics because he's Superman. Yeah, but they're just going to keep changing him and rearranging him and putting him into different molds and contorting him and twisting him and and using him in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and those form. all fail, and then they go back to him being Superman, right? Like, it's what? it's just a... Yeah, like... Wow. Anyway, well, uh, we're we're off. Um, off. Are we done, or are we going to do issue seven? We should, we should do issue seven. Can I just stress how terrible that comic book issue was? It was... It was not so great. Like at what point? Okay, so before we move forward, can yeah. you recall any clues in the comic that would indicate that Matt was something besides Matt? Nope. <laughs> Nothing at all. Like Nothing. he shows up, like he gets rescued in a fight, right? So maybe he's why is even, he at that fight? And, he, and he's not even the guy that Midnighter is out to dinner with. He is like some other dude. So he just inserts him. So he's catfishing him. Yeah, he's like some extra dude that just like shows up. And they start dating. We got like, is there any like, was there dialogue that we were supposed to pick up on here? Was there that were hints dropped? Was there something? Was the relationship moving too fast? Like, is there something I missed? I guess is what I'm asking. I have no clue. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think there was anything that we missed. I think there was a lot of stuff that was not put in. So you think maybe the two issues with Grayson in messed up the flow of the story and we missed some things that were supposed I, to be put in that might have been, had tells. Been. If, if, if Orlando was told to write Grayson in and Orlando had to take out story that Orlando had created, that would have explain more of Matt as Prometheus, then maybe we would have gotten a little more understanding, but maybe we weren't supposed to get any of that at all. And that's the, uh, the double punch like the, Oh, Hey, guess what? All along snake in the weeds, snakey snake, you I'm know, snake. not the, not that I'm a, a great writer or anything. Cause I'm not, uh, but the, you know, I think my favorite mysteries or reveals are ones that are built to. Uh-huh. Right? Like, yeah. or there's some sort of clue in the background that like we, the reader know about, but maybe the protagonist doesn't know about. Uh-huh. Or there's something that's happening where we're just like, Hey, um, Oh, something bad's going to happen. There's just like, there's nothing here, right? It's like they show up. Yeah. His dad was beat up. And then all of a sudden he punches his dad in the face and then he gets mm -hmm. stabbed. Like what? There's definitely there. I'm going to say I, I am with you. There's definitely something to having uh, a bit of, uh, exposition in a story that explains or has, as a bit of a tell of some sort that there is something else in the background that we're supposed to be picking up on or seeing. Uh, and does it really, does it always directly link to the character that it will be? Not necessarily. Uh, does it have to? Not at all. Uh, but I think we've had a lot of, drop characters, a lot of inserted things and items, uh, a lot of missing moments or weird moments that don't make sense to, to people who, if you haven't, if you haven't read all of the other Midnighter stuff from the back catalog coming into this, if that's what Orlando is drawing from and deriving some of these these moments that we're seeing in some of these montages uh, throughout the, the books so far, then we are given that where we could be given something else. And I think that's, I, I, I think it's a fair, 
it's a fair argument and or assessment that there's something that's lacking and there's moments that are given that are maybe fan service for some folks, but don't really necessarily do justice to the, the ongoing story that we're being provided. And I, I would, I would also just like to point out, okay. Um, as far as this villain is concerned, right. That if you were reading DC comics, okay. Prometheus was like a big, huge part of justice league and destroyed all of star city and cut off Roy Harper's arm and was like a big giant baddie. Uh-huh. And now he's hiding out as a platinum blonde gay man, fucking midnighter to stab him in the chest. Well, maybe in issue seven, which we're going to talk about the fight of his life, we're going to find out more about Matt, AKA Prometheus and what he has against Midnighter and why he's been hiding out. I think that based on the characterization and development so far, we're probably not going to find a damn thing about out about Prometheus and his backstory. I, I like to be optimistic, Dan. I am an optimist, but I have been disappointed and let You're down. You're a pessimist. I am not a pessimist. I am You're an being optimist. Pessimistic I hope for right the now. best. We just kept reading this. You're, well, maybe because I've already read it, and so I know what's going to happen. It looks like we have Midnighter on a cover, and his eyes are red, which means he has his magic computer powers, but we know mm-hmm. he doesn't. And he's all red in the face. He's there's a lot of blood. He's um, bloody. Okay. He's bloody. He's a bloody man, like a medium rare steak. And then we get an ad for something totally that fits in this book. The DC Comics IDW uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles six-part crossover. Calabatka. Yeah. uh, This ad belongs in this book. It does. It does. Totally. When I think... When I think Midnighter books, I think Turtles and Batman at the same time. Well, I mean, you know, similar feelings. uh, Well, we get ACO and Petra Sanfajardo Jr. on this one. So we've got some uh, extra penciling work, I think, here. Nice. Okay. Well, you know, we're uh, we're in and. uh, Awesome. Page one. Uh, We have a. uh, Late 1980s, early 1990s, uh, Keith Giffen indie comic. Yeah. Oh man, this I, I honestly do like the art on this on this page. I, I love like coloring. I like yeah. the coloring. I like the art. I like just the flow. It's it just it moves so good, and it, the story just is like. Oh okay. Oh, we're getting a little bit of Prometheus's origin, maybe? Yeah, some origin right there. Mom and dad were cool. They were so cool. They were so cool. And they were the coolest. Then they then they were dead. Then they were dead because they were bad guys. <laughs> but that's not his origin, because that's just the way he remembers his origin, right? Yeah. My parents love me. Justice killed them. There's no justice in that. I had to destroy justice at all of its roots. I inherited a lot from my parents. I think I'm reading it in the wrong voice. Sorry. Their money, their network, the underworld cares for its own. At least your parents are famous, are as famous as mine. Okay. So we get uh, Prometheus's origin in two pages. I was wrong. Okay, cool. Yeah. His parents were bad guys. Everybody knew. And, him. and he's a bad guy. And he's a bad guy. Awesome. I'm Prometheus, god of forethought, and this is where you lose. Oh, man. I've got my own enhancements. Yeah, he knows all about those already. Uh, So the god garden's back. Do we know anything about the god garden still? Uh, Not so much. Okay, it was just that place at the beginning of the first issue, and then stuff came from there. And Yeah. Okay, so Prometheus says he hardwired his brain to learn skills. We are getting a lot about Prometheus. You know, it would have been really cool if this was built up. Yeah. 
man, Prometheus, like, as he starts talking about who he is, he sounds so much kind of like... He sounds uh, like he could cut Roy Harper's arm off. Yeah, but I mean... Destroy Star City. His his body's hard to learn and record any skill skill and instill it into his brain. I mean, he sounds he sounds like uh, uh, oh man, What's what do that? you think Grant Morrison thought of the treatment of this character he created? Oh, I don't know. I I, I that's a good question. I don't know though. I mean, probably, <laughs> probably just you don't I, know. <laughs> you, you don't know. You're like. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to I'm going to assume at a point you just you just go let it go. You let it go. You just let it go. You're like, yeah, well, I'm assuming Grant Morrison read these, right? I, 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 I don't I don't know. Well, you know, <laughs> how does this compare to the Grant Morrison Green Lantern we read a while back? Hmm. Hmm. Different. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Okay, well, we've still got Prometheus monologuing as they fight. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Graham Morris's thoughts, if if he were to read this, uh, would be exactly as that last panel, uh, the dialogue in the last panel. I planned this whole thing out. It's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it does hurt. It, no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay so the plan here for prometheus is heroes i'll kill the whole species starting with you so the plan okay the plan for this guy who wants to get rid of all justice was to kill one hero at a time yeah and he was going to infiltrate this man's life by dating him sleeping with him and then murdering him to yeah. stamp out justice one hero at a time. This makes sense. It it seems like it's ve- it's a lot of work if he's going to do that with every single hero. Okay, so now we've got it. He's spreading toxic tech, hiring multiplex, dangling Akaviak in front of him. Uh, you got comfortable with your enhancements. It was easy. I wound you up and watched you run blind. You can't even manage a patronizing speech. You're breaking character. (laughs) Oh, what the hell? Like, okay, so we're cramming like nine comics of exposition into like a panel. Yeah. It's a. I, I got to get out of this funk. I'm just tearing. You know what? Let's let's move ahead a couple pages. Midnighter gets shot in the hand. It's it's good. Moving forward. Okay. Uh, they fight. They fight. They fight. They fight. It's itchy and scratchy. Um, oh, they, we got I a 12 mean, panel grid. And it's okay. really, it's like action packed. It is. It's a lot of beat em up stuff and a lot of, a lot of sound effects and a lot of. Yeah. And we've got a lot of Prometheus taunting him the whole time mm-hmm. while they fight. Yeah. Um, looks like Midnighter's in some serious trouble. Yeah. Um, okay. And, uh, then he turns the fight over by getting a doorknob and beating Prometheus up with the doorknob. Yeah. And comments as I was feeling, uh, you didn't learn when to talk and when to punch someone in the face, you know, cause that's important stuff. <laughs> Awesome. Um, this is this is some fine. Uh, you know, maybe I was reading the wrong book. Were you? Were you reading I, the wrong book? I don't know. I, you know, I really wanted this to be good, but instead, it was, it was Prometheus. And if if Prometheus, the Prometheus that that you had been sold prior was such a baddie how how could this how how could this how could he get beat up in eight pages in eight pages by uh, a guy who does no longer has his powers and is whining about it yeah um and then he beats him up and murders him they fight some more yeah yeah okay prometheus dead well he 
Prometheus, you got to remember, he tells him if you like, he's got all of Midnighter's memories. That's true. And if Midnighter, and Midnighter kills has to him, make a decision. He's yeah. Do you want your memories, or do you want to kill me? And he's but, so confident he knows who Midnighter is that. And that's the whole other thing, too, right? Like, if he'd studied this guy and wanted to destroy justice, why would he just stand in front of him and let him murder him? Like, it's it's it doesn't even make sense. He was he was just maybe he was just that overconfident. I guess yeah. that's what we're supposed to yeah. be. Told. Well, there's a lot of things that don't make sense about this. Like, OK, so he he's he believes that Midnighter will want his want his past so bad that he's willing to possibly, you know, like die. Because the only way, like, how's he going to get his memories out of his head, right? So he's the, the, he's got to kill him anyways, or won't, you know, there's no, there's no. One of them has to die, but you know. <laughs> well, uh, Prometheus dead. Yeah, Prometheus dead. And we're moving on. Okay. And all of the, it is kind of some cool artwork. I'm, I am going to acknowledge that. Oh. Like, I like the uh, splash of all the Midnighter memories kind of floating around. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's cool. And uh, then uh, Prometheus suddenly has a spawn cape. Yeah. Yeah. His cape got really spawn big. It is right very there. spawn big in that. And just cage. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. Wrapping. Like, around. where is the cape? Yeah, where is the cape from behind Midnighter coming from? Like, what's that it, attached well, to? Well, Prometheus is on the ground and, and it's wrapping around Midnighter who's standing above him, you know, trying to bring him back. And he's that's, like, nah, I'm out. That's some fine spawn cape. Yeah. Well, we are off to some spawn cape. Um, here's here's what I have to here. Here's my my dissection of this is that he brings him. Matt brings Midnighter back to this town, to this house, to this place that Midnighter can't really put his finger on, and as Midnighter's leaving the only thing Midnighter walks away with as he's leaving is a picture of what appears to be a young him. Okay. All right. So my belief is that Matt brought him back to his childhood home. To fuck with him. To fuck with him. And that wasn't really Matt's dad. That was really a replicant of his uh, dad. Uh, I remember a Daemonite. A Daemonite. It was a, a, a Daemonite of... Or we'll call it a scroll. A scroll, whatever, yes. It was... It was... Um, it was... In the form of Midnighter's actual dad. Well, it is good to know that Midnighter had almost the same haircut when he was 12. Yeah. Okay, so assuming this is his childhood home and we're figuring that out, uh, he sticks around to discover his childhood on the next page, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's back in Oakland. Oh, okay. Because that's what one does. And, and that's Bo- is that Boston Tony with him in Oakland? No, man. That's like the dude he went on the date with. Oh, that's the first guy. The first guy. That's what? that's 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 the his first date. First date mate. That's uh, the guy who who lost out to Matt. Oh well, this guy on the next next page is going to become like an obscure nineteen seventies villain from like Secret Society of Supervillains or something or Firestorm. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, okay. So let me get, can you, do you have two guesses of which villain he's going to become? Nope. No, no. Um, you don't, I don't. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to guess I am looking at Firestorm's rogues gallery. Okay. Uh, we have the 2000 committee, the black bison, the bug 
Bite Enforcer, Goldenrod, Hyena. I think Goldenrod might be it. I don't know what Goldenrod is, but I think that might be it. Incognito, Killer Frost, Moon Bowl, Multiplex, huh? Plastique. Of course, we know Plastique from the Suicide Squad. The real Suicide Squad, not, you know. Huh. Uh, Silver Deer, Slipknot. Oh, Slipknot. <laughs> it's going to be Slipknot. Okay, there you go. Yep, that, for damn sure. It's going to be Slipknot. Um, Slipknot worked out real well in the Suicide Squad, as you'll recall, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Go so well. Um, if you actually saw the movie. I don't even know that you did. The first movie? Yeah. Yes. I've okay, watched well, it multiple times. Yeah, well, we are... And I have the t-shirt so to match. So, okay. Um, now we're to point... Wait, we went from Oakland to Point Isabel? Yeah, Point Isabel. They're out there. He's painting a, on a canvas or they're just talking. Nobody's perfect, Em. And despite what you like to think, that includes you. Yeah, it's true. Okay. And he's sticking with him. Yeah. Jason from book one. <laughs> Date number one. Oh, and now we're back to the to Marina. Okay. Hey, oh my gosh. Book she's she's from book number two. I thought she was gone forever. No, she's yeah, I guess they talked at the end. They're talking. Well, we okay. don't know because we got interrupted by oh. the Grayson issues. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, okay. Admittedly, okay, so let's defend uh let's defend Orlando for a second because we did acknowledge his stream got broken up. Right. So we don't know how much editorial made him leave out. Yeah. And it does seem like he is trying to, while I hate the Prometheus reveal with a passion, right? Like I just think it was just terrible writing. I'm just going to be that blunt about it. Like you've held off a little bit. I I just don't think it's good writing, right? Like it's, it's not the kind of surprise I want to see in writing. It, kills a character like in one issue that they've been building up over time. And it seems like quite a waste. And the only two characters they'd focused on were Matt and Midnighter. Uh huh. I would have liked, uh, I would have liked as the buildup was coming along that there would have been more, uh, more let out of the pocket so that you could get a little more, out of that story and for that story to come out over another issue and get just a little bit more because boy, oh boy. Yeah, you're right. It was a waste of a waste of a character who had been in this book series for, well, gosh, darn it. Like we're on number seven and uh, he'd been there for, he'd been there. For six issues, technically. And the only character they'd focused on besides Midnighter, right? Yeah. Okay. But they didn't, but they never, but they, to just drop that he's the bad guy in like, in not even, not even a whole issue is, it was, it was like, boom, here you go. And out. <laughs> Well, we are off. Uh, he's talking to Marina and he's 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 doing that Facebook thing where he goes by to everybody and reconnects with them. Hey, I've yeah, been out yeah. of it for a while. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's making fun poke. of him because he's being so nice. You've been killed and replaced, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, it's true. He was. Ha-ha. And now we go back to Opal City and he's left. Andrew. Got to say it. Andrew. Andrew, a present of him as a little boy. Yeah, sweet. So this is a little bit creepy. So he breaks into his old apartment to his former lover and leaves him a picture that was in the house of his ex-boyfriend's dad's house, who may or may not have been his dad, his dad, and his but house. not really his ex-boyfriend, his ex-boyfriend that decided to murder him that he murdered instead. OK, so, yeah. Right. Wow, this is messy. And then we get to the next page and there's Deadshot. I mean, this is this is a really messy relationship he is he is in. He's in some messy relationships. He is not functional. He's not. And and the fact that he's like he's like, hey, I know I should be alone right now, but I'm gonna go back to Jason, just wants to be friends. And you know, 
And Jason I'm going to wants- go back to Apollo. Like he is uh, going all over the place here. Yeah. Uh, and Marina, he's reconnecting. He's, but yeah. He's trying to like, pull his life together. I well, guess. What, what I've learned from this comic book is that gay men can only have very toxic relationships. So it's, it's, um, dude that wants nothing to do with you because you came on too strong, but you're going to try to push a relationship with you, with them anyways. Uh, Uh, a guy that catfishes you you and tries to murder you. Yeah. And then another guy who you broke up with because you could see how the relationship was going to end anyways, but yet you still want to be something you want, you want something. So you're going to break into their house and leave a creepy totem. And then, and his weird pseudo daughter. Yeah. Slash little sister. Yeah that you don't Are want in jail, mentoring yeah you're, you're mentoring yeah yeah okay yeah that she also is, tried this, to kill you too <laughs> this is outstanding yeah. yeah okay um yeah it's got a uh, weird family and, yeah and this is a, again how all gay male relationships go they're always toxic and bad oh man it's craziness i'm loving this i bet you are all right next page Hey, uh, that's that dead guy. Shot. Yeah, Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah, He's... Floyd Lawton. Yeah. Do you think before the movie they told Will Smith what Deadshot's actual name was? No. That his name would be Floyd Lawton. Like no. Floyd Lawton sounds like one of those terrible names they give to like the the NXT wrestlers when they're learning to trade. I was gonna say it sounds train. like, a like your name's gonna be Floyd Lawton. Go out there and be the world champion, Floyd. And they they go for the they go for the championship, but they don't make it. <laughs> or or don't. Yeah. Or don't. Or they never show up to the podcast. I mean, never show up to the. Um, oh, oh. Uh, to the to the show. Well, well Floyd Lawton. He's yeah, calling Floyd. him not Deadshot. Floyd Lawton, tell your boss. Tell your boss. To up your budget. Yeah. Um, and uh, it looks like he's going to fight some. If you're fighting Deadshot after 1986, there's probably a squad involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Amanda Waller. Okay. Yeah, we're, 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 we're coming in. Uh, we just couldn't get there soon enough. Um, we have had a total of four issues um, where Midnighter was just in his own book, uh, developing his character universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we get the squad. Yep. We're coming in. And uh, now he's back at Al's pool house. It was Al, not Tony. My My bad. Sorry. Oh, no, it no, was no, Tony. It is but Tony. At Al. It's Tony at Al's. See, it all makes sense. Yeah. It's Tony and, at uh, Al's. He, he's being texted by Jason. Yeah. And he's and he's done. Um, he, he, he He's just like he's he's never done fighting. Yep. Oh, God. <sighs> I know. Well, well that happened. I, I, no more. No, we still have more. I'm out. We're, I'm we out. can't do any more today, but there's more to read tomorrow. No. Yeah. So next time, no. we're going to hit up issues no. eight and nine. No, no. Yeah. Do oh, not we, say that. I will, are. Oh, I will I determine what we do next time. Well, no, no, no. We have to get through this, Dan. We have no, to. No, we do not. We do. Like We have to power through no. it because we have to. Uh, no. The sunk cost, we, my friend. Sunk cost. No, we have to finish it. You know why? Because we got to get back and finish that Wonder Woman run. We can't be the we can't be the podcast that starts and never finishes. Yes, I mean, we can. That's the whole point of this podcast. No, it's not. We're supposed to do things that are like fun and stuff. No, like, because this is then we end fun. up being the US one a podcast. I'm okay with being the US one a podcast. Uh, yeah, that, well, as you long know as what? we don't. I'm ever only have issue to... number two of US one, and not the rest. And then if you're that, then you're just Wolfpack. And I can't have that either. Uh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Did you like that? That was a deep one, wasn't it? Sting joined the Wolfpack. And how many issues is Wolfpack? <laughs> I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Well, we made it <laughs> exactly. through seven issues and we're about to... 
we've made it through seven issues and we're about to start an entire new story arc. Yep. And I think it's time to cut bait on Midnighter. No.